What a remarkable day. Hello, everyone, and as we watch the 116th Congress be sworn in today, my producers and my team and I, and my team and I excuse me, have putting something have put in something spectacular. Today was great. It was awesome, and it was just history in the making. Uh, it, Nancy Pelosi was sworn in. As the next Speaker of the House, which means, from my knowledge, she is third in line, second in line of the line of succession to the Presidency of the United States. If true, and if so, Mike Pence and Donald Trump are impeached with this new 116th new Congress of the United States of America, then Nancy Pelosi will be the President of the United States. And for then, she is a Democrat. Um, Lots of beautiful things happened today. As we continuously watched history unfold in a remarkable way, 100 plus women elected to the House of Representatives, 52 African Americans elected to the House of Representatives, and 39 Hispanics. Uh, woman in the house in the house um it's diverse uh 23% represent the house 51 represent US population and for the african american side 12 represent in the house for the hispanic side 9 represent in the house 9% represent in the house for the us population side 18% represent the house for asian american 5% represent the house 6 Six percent represent U.S. U.S. population, for uh, for the House, for the Native American side, zero point five represent in the House, zero point five percent, and one percent in U.S. population. So today was a remarkable day, and in just a sense of how incredible and emotional and joyful it was, not only for the children there, but for but for everyone there uh speaker speaker pelosi uh she went on an interview recently with um in today with an nbc today news correspondent listen in are you willing to come up and give him some of this money for the wall? Because no. apparently that's the sticking no. point. No, nothing for the wall. We're talking about border security. Nothing for the wall, but that means it's well, a Well, we can starter. go through this all, uh, back and forth. No. Anyway, how many more times can we say no? Nothing for the wall. That was NBC Today's Savannah Guthrie speaking uh, about Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi said no. No money for that wall. So obviously, we already have one step up here because the Democrats have just passed a bill and actually broke on Rachel Maddow's show just a couple of hours ago, just a couple of minutes ago, I could say. Um, it broke on Rachel Maddow's show just a couple of minutes ago and Hakeem, Senator, form, sorry, Representative Hakeem Jeffries joined her. Um, the news broke that the bill was just passed to say no to that wall and now they're going to be passing it over to the uh, Senate side, Mitch McConnell says he will not put that bill on the House floor, knowing that the president will not sign it. But the president has already promised a veto, at least the Democrats, the newly elected Democrats to the Congress of the United States of America, have tried. We'll just have to wait that out. We'll be right back. Stay with us on the Jeremiah Patterson Show for this remarkable and beautiful, glorious day. 
iPhone XR integrates the same breakthrough technologies, is powered by the same A12 Bionic chip, has the same versatile true depth camera with the same advanced face ID. An entirely new range of finishes are enabled by precision machined structural aluminium bands anodized to complement an all-glass enclosure. The all-screen liquid retina display is the most advanced LCD in a smartphone and the most color accurate in the industry. A new backlight design allows the display to extend into the radius corners, enabling a larger LCD than ever before. The advanced single camera system combined with machine learning allows iPhone XR to recognize people, map subjects, and add depth. The depth of field is adjustable, so you can take more dramatic portraits. Our utterly uncompromised vision for the future, iPhone XS and iPhone XS Max, and with a range of new finishes offering more choice to more people, iPhone XR. As we watch Speaker Pelosi be sworn into the United States Congress today as the next Speaker of the House, um, she gave a quote. She quoted Ronald Reagan, our nation's 41st president. And by the way, the other night when I uh, recap that, I'm sorry, Ronald Reagan was not our nation's 41st president. I'm going to have to hold off there until I can recap my memory on that part there. But Ronald Reagan was one of our nation's greatest Republican presidents. Next to James K. Polk, our nation's 11th president. And yes, I do have that right because John Tyler was our nation's 10th president. And he had 10 children, which is approximately... Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't unusual those days. It was usual to have more than 10 kids or five kids or have a lot of kids in those days. Anyway, here's Nancy Pelosi giving her speech and uh, Representative Kevin McCarthy representing her Republican for California, the minority leader of the House of Representatives. And to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, I extend to you this gavel. Thank you very much, Leader McCarthy. I look forward to working with you in a bipartisan way for the good of our country, respecting our constituents. Who You are every one of you. I respect you and the constituents who sent each and every one of us here. They expect and deserve for us to try to find our common ground. And we must try to do that. Stand our ground where we can't but always extend the hand of friendship. Thank you, Kevin McCarthy, for your leadership. I look forward to working with you. Congratulations on being the leader of your party. To each and every one of you, new members of Congress, newly re-elected members of Congress, 
thank you for your courage to run for office and to serve in this distinguished body. Every two years, we gather in this chamber for a sacred ritual under the dome of this temple of democracy, the capital of the United States, we renew the great American experiment. I'm particularly proud to be the woman speaker of the House of this Congress, which marks the 100th year of women having the right to vote. Something remarkable Nancy Pelosi said there, marking, quote, marking the 100th year of women having the right to vote. Um, that is truly right, because in the 1920s, Susan B. Anthony, an activist, she fought to get women to vote, and President Woodrow Wilson signed that bill, and women were able to vote. How remarkable. Let's listen in. have the ability and the privilege to serve with over 100 women members of Congress, the largest number in history. said each of us comes to this chamber strengthened by the trust of our constituents and the love of our families. Let us congratulate and welcome all of the families who are here today. Thank you to our families. That was just some of what Nancy Pelosi said. When we come back, we're going to share a little bit more with you. Stay with us on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. To increase paycheck, to increase paychecks by rebuilding America with green and modern infrastructure from sea to shining sea. We look forward to working with the president on that. To pass HR1 to restore integrity to government so that people can have confidence that government in a government that works for the people not the special interest, H.R. 1. This House will take overdue legislation that has bipartisan support, bipartisan support in the Congress and across the country. We will make our community safer and keep our sacred promise to the victims and survivors and families of gun violence by passing common sense, bipartisan, background check legislation. That was Nancy Pelosi there. Once again, the new Speaker of the House. That was Nancy Pelosi. A couple months back, Nancy Pelosi with CNN on Chris Cuomo with Chris Cuomo on an exclusive interview said this. 
this call from the president to you. Uh, my reporting suggests that he called you and said, Nancy, I want to make deals. I'll make any kind of deals. I'm here to make deals. We should make deals. Is that your recollection of how the call went? Well, I don't know if he said deals. It was very noisy in the room. There was a jubilant, jubilant crowd in that room celebrating uh, or taking back the House with well the American, played, Madam with the American people. If you could hear over the throng of enthusiasm hear, from your victory, word, what did you hear I in the call? I heard the word uh, infrastructure. That came through clearly. But he said, uh, you know, let's talk how we, we, I'm sure we can come to agreement on some things. And we have an obligation to try to find common ground. Would you come to agreements with this president? Would you work with him to pass legislation? Or do you believe, as many in your party do, that you need to be a check on him, you need to investigate him in the main, and keep him from doing the things that he wants? Well, part of what you said, we are, we, it is our constitutional responsibility to be a check on the executive branch, and we have the responsibility to have oversight on the agencies of the executive branch, and we fully intend uh, to implement that. Uh, the uh, and, and that shouldn't be a, a cause for him of any concern, because that's the... We'll be right back. Stay with us on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. For an exclusive report, more exclusive reports, check out our website and our blog, futurepresspatterson.blogpost.com. We'll be posting lots of blog post um, episodes. Sorry, lots of blog post, uh, lots of blog posts on that website for us, for you guys. And we'll be having lots of news breaking for you. And check out our YouTube channel, Daily Conversations, with Jeremiah Patterson. Coming up next, a seven-year-old girl dead. Her killer still on the run. Stay with us. It breaks my heart to even share this story, but that's what journalism is all about. And that's uh, the job of a reporter and a journalist. Um, a seven-year-old girl dead in Houston, Texas. Her killer, a red pickup truck. If you know anybody, if you know anybody in Houston, Texas, um, if you have seen anything, check your surveillance, please, 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 because her killer is still on the run and he could be doing this again. Investigators are still investigating ABC13.com saying, quote, investigators are still investigating to see if this was a motive or it was just done intentionally. Please investigate, guys. Please uh, help find her killer. The money, uh, the the re- the reward for finding the killer has raised from 50000 to 75000 to now 100000 Football player from the Houston Texans, DeAndre Hopkins, excuse me, he will be helping pay for the funeral of... Um, Seven-year-old Jasmine, once again, dead. Uh, The killer pulled up to the car, shot right at the car as they were pulling out of Walmart in the Walmart parking lot. This story can get emotional. Can can you imagine your seven-year-old daughter dead because some shooter killed her when you guys were just going in to get juice for breakfast? Her mom sped off. Jasmine later died. Seven-year-old Jasmine later died in the hospital. Her mom was in critical condition, but her mom is still alive. Her mom said, quote, I have three other children to take care of, and they need me to be strong. So we will continue to follow that devastating story on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. We will even cover that funeral for you guys. So look forward to that, and we'll be also be posting a blog piece 
on that when we get more results and I'll be investigating tonight and getting more more information on this young Jasmine and guys we do not have the pickup trucks information orders ABC 13 or the city of Houston Texas but if you know anybody in Houston Texas or if you're or if you are in Houston Texas at that cost please check your surveillance cameras if you are there because this killer is still on the run and was it a motive or was it just done randomly stay with us on the jeremiah patterson show and welcome back to the jeremiah patterson show John Wiener from the Los Angeles Times is reporting, quote, 2019 will be the worst year of Donald Trump's life. Not maybe the worst year of Donald Trump's life. Will be the worst year of Donald Trump's life. His beautiful and most honestly true article goes on to say, quote, some presidents have really bad years. For Nixon, it was 1974, the Watergate year, which ended with his resignation. For Clinton, it was 1988, the Monica year. Which accumulate, which accumulated with an impeachment trial in the Senate in 1999. He won the vote easily and came out more popular than before. It's a good guess that Donald Trump's really bad year will be 2019. And it's not yet clear whether he'll survive, like Clinton, or be forced out of office like the Nixon. Nixon's worst year resulted from crimes in the 19 in his 1972 re-election effort when burglars worked for the campaign, got caught breaking into Democratic headquarters, and then Nixon and others conspired to stop the break-in investigation and cover it up what had happened that was once again john wiener's piece from the los angeles times that was half of it stay with us on the jeremiah patterson show up next an exclusive interview with elizabeth warren on the rachel maddow show just last night stay with us Now she just got re-elected senator in Massachusetts by 24 points. And now she has announced her formal exploration of a run for the White House. Joining us now for the interview is Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat of Massachusetts. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's good to be here. Congratulations. Thank you. Why? um, A lot of people are considering running. A a few people have already stuck a toe in the water. You are the first household name Democrat, uh, the first heavyweight. Um, to announce that you are going to go ahead with this exploratory committee. Why, why are you going first? Well, look, I want to be in this fight because this is, in my view, the fundamental question that faces our country. And it's so who does Washington work for? You can see what the trap is. Why does the trap continue year after year after year? And the answer is because Washington is working great, fabulously, for the wealthy and the well-connected. They have bought the government they want. They have bought the rules that they want. I think that Washington ought to work for everybody else. And I think that's what this fight ought to be about. We're talking about a system that is fundamentally corrupt. That the money that flows through Washington is how it is that this whole system just stays rigged. And the folks at the top 
doing great. And everybody else just sliding further and further down. You, I, I live in Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm one of your constituents. Um, good. You were just reelected. I, I just voted. voted. Uh-huh. I did yes, just vote. Uh-huh. Good. Um, you just won in a landslide. I can see a future for you where if you could live to be 300 years old, Massachusetts would continue electing you until you were 300. I Thank can you. imagine you, um, because of what I know about Massachusetts and because of what I know about you as a politician and your beliefs and your skills, that you could go back to, you could build a lifelong rest of your career uh, in the Senate and become the liberal economic populist lion of the Senate. And I can imagine you doing a lot of good in that role. I don't know if I were you why I would prefer to try to achieve those goals as president rather than trying to continue to achieve them and build on what you've already done in the Senate. So look, this isn't about me. This is about tens of millions of families across this country who are getting cheated. And they're getting cheated on financial products. They're getting cheated on prescription drugs. A Washington that works great for drug companies, not for people who are trying to fill prescriptions. You can just keep going through the list. It's working great for oil companies that want to drill everywhere, not for families who have children that want to breathe the air. Um, This is truly about what kind of a country we're going to be. That was Senator Elizabeth Warren there announcing her exploratory committee for president of the United States. Rachel Maddow is the first person to interview. That was Rachel. Ma- that was Rachel Maddow's. Uh, that was Elizabeth Warren's. Excuse me. There first interview on TV since she announced her exploratory committee for her run for the White House in 2020. She will be challenging Donald Trump along with the other Democrats that I named. I'm going to play that audio clip for you right now. Elizabeth Warren is going to be running for president for 2020, challenging Donald Trump, along with more Republicans and Democrats. Here are the senators and the representatives that will be challenging Donald Trump in 2020. Cory Booker will be challenging Donald Trump. What he knows for, he kicked off the opposition to Brett Kavanaugh with his, quote, I am Spartacus moment that drew the ire of Republican colleagues. 2020 status, he stumped in every early state, including a high-profile speech in Iowa that wowed attendees. His steadfast faith in no slugging it out with Trump and instead preaching love will continue to be tested. Politico.com also reports that Sherrod Brown will also be running for president, U.S. Senator to Ohio, U.S. Representative, Ohio Secretary of State, Ohio Representative, age 66. Who else will be running? Kirsten Gillibrand. She will also, Kirsten Gillibrand, excuse me there, uh, U.S. Senator for New York and U.S. Representative for New York as well. Uh, Tim Kaine. 2016 Democratic vice presidential nominee and senator for Virginia. Oh, this is Amy Klobuchar. Yes, Amy Klobuchar. Great woman. Fantastic. Amy Klobuchar will be running for president in 2020. There was that clip for you. Uh, It was too long, so of course I... (coughs) Excuse me for the coffee. It was too long, so of course I had to edit out. Something that has never happened before happened today. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Something that has never happened before happened today in the Trump White House. Stick with us to hear it. 
Well, how the massage chair is working out for everyone? I don't know. I'm still a little stressed about buying our new house. Well, it's a good thing we don't have to worry about homeowner's insurance. Geico can help with that. We can get homeowner's insurance help from Geico? Well, sure. And they can save us a bunch, too. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel better already. Get to know Geico and see how much you could save on homeowners and condo insurance. Another great way to relieve anxiety is by watching more funny Geico videos. Just click the subscribe button. Mmm, Brussels sprouts. Hello, everybody. It's a beautiful place. I haven't seen it. Beautiful place. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I just want to start off by congratulating Nancy Pelosi on being elected Speaker of the House. It's a very, very great achievement. And uh, hopefully we're going to work together and we're going to get lots of things done like infrastructure and so much more. I know they want to do that very badly. So do I. So hopefully we're going to have a lot of things that we can get done together. And I think it's actually going to work out. I think it'll be a little bit different than a lot of people are thinking. Uh, so I congratulate Nancy. Tremendous, tremendous achievement. That was President Donald Trump appearing in the press room of the White House for the first time, despite that Sarah Huckabee Sanders only hosts a 15-minute press briefing in the White House once a month. The Obama administration every day, of course, and President Obama regularly appeared in the White House press briefing room. This is President Donald Trump's first time, which is quite a surprise to reporters. I can roll that clip more for you on our blog, futurepresspatterson.blogpost. We'll have all of the lips. We'll have, (laughs) sorry. We'll have all the links in the description for you of this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. We'll be right back. And welcome back. Before I get to my pickup story here, don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. That is so sincerely helpful and supportful to us and to our team and all of our producers here at the Jeremiah Patterson Show, where we work and bring scripts and write scripts and bring all of the news together. And all of my team is to bring the news to you every day on this podcast, the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Now, some of you have said, now, sorry, not some of you, but we have not covering, we have not been covering presidents enough, as I feel like. Um, so into this new year, we're going to be start covering presidents enough because our logo literally says news.politics.presidents. So we've covered lots of news. We've covered lots of politics. We're going to be covering presidents. So look forward to those special episodes coming soon. Thank you. Now to my pickup story. I don't know about your story highlight of the day, but my story highlight of the day, I actually have two, was seeing the new Congress sworn in a hundred plus women in Congress now. 52 African Americans, 32 Hispanics. Sorry, excuse me, 39 Americans. 39 Hispanics. That is amazing. As America turns to this newly diverse Congress, how incredible. This is the most this is the most diverse Congress ever. Ever in the United States. 
Also, uh, my last story before we go here is I placed an order for this book from walmart.com. A Higher Loyalty, Truth, Lies, and Leadership by James Comey. And the book came. I have it right here. Who knows, one night on the broadcast, I might even read read it to you, some of it to you. Or leave even scripts of the book in the description. I'm kidding, I can't do that, that's copyright. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for sticking with us through this probably 24-minute broadcast now, or even heading into 30 minutes. But this book is by James Comey, A Higher Loyalty, Truth, Lies, and Leadership. And I want to just quote what James Comey started off in the book. James Comey started off the book by saying, quote, Who am I to tell others what what ethical leadership is? Anyone claiming to write a book about ethical leadership can come across as presumptuous, even sanctimonious, even sanctimonious, all the more so if that other, that author, happens to be someone who was quiet, memorably, and publicly fired from his last job. Once again, James Comey is a former FBI director, worked under the Trump administration, and was fired by Donald Trump. Donald Trump now has a new FBI director in place, Director Chris Hay. Director Chris Ray, excuse me if I'm getting that correct. Uh, and Mueller and Comey used to work closely together. Even during the time when the Attorney General was in the hospital under bad critical conditions, Mueller and Comey used to work together because the Attorney General under the Bush administration, I believe it was to be, he was in a critical critical bad condition at the time in the hospital. He had bad health. So, of course, James Comey was the acting Attorney General of the Justice Department, which played a big role for him. So, Mueller and Comey worked together. The big question still remains as we leave this broadcast tonight. What's in Mueller's report? When will he release it? Who will be indicted this year? And the question still remains... Can a sitting president still be indicted? I'm going to leave you in suspense on that last note of our broadcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Jeremiah Patterson Show. I'm your host, Jeremiah Patterson, and stay tuned with us tomorrow for more TJPS News on the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Bye.